Now, in tonight's episode, we will be discussing some work stories. Now, turn off the lights, sit back, and I hope you guys enjoy. So our very first story is called Body Sits Up All By Itself. My neighbor is a while back before I moved was a mortician. He didn't have any creepy stories per se, but one that sticks out concerned this one night. We, he had a body he was preparing for a very early morning wake or service, whatever was going on. It was unusual and it required him to work into the wee hours of the morning on this particular corpse. So as he's working on it, he turns his back to grab some tools or supplies and the angle was standing at with regard to the corpse left of the body. Uh, just visible out of the corner of his eye as he was looking down at whatever tools he was getting in the corner of his eyes He saw the body slowly start to sit up His fight slash flight instinct immediately kicked in and he ran into the stairs as fast as he possibly could But he was so clumsy trying to get up the stairs. He tripped and was pretty much claw crawling and clawing his way to the top he was just near the top before his senses finally came back and he knew it was rigor mortis. He collected himself and started to laugh at how absurd it all was. He had been doing this for 15-20 years at that point and he never had a freak out like that before where instinct overtook knowledge and experience. He actually sheepishly admitted he had to go clean himself because he had shit his pants in panic. Well, yeah, I mean, I would too. I mean, even after 15, 20 years of experience, I mean, I don't think something like that you could be able to get used to. And that's just my opinion anyways, but who knows? So this is just a little kind of a more fact right here. Pacemakers must be removed before cremation or the high temperatures will cause them to explode, which could blow up the entire building. That's just freaking insane. So this one is called a body shivers. I was uh, filling out paperwork over one of the steps all by myself while working late when it shuddered. Never saw that before or after. No explanation. Now let me just point this out. Okay, if I'm working in a morgue, I can guarantee you I'm not going to be there by myself. I don't care. It's just like, I, I know they're dead or whatever. It's just the fact that it's creepy. You know, I guess I've seen too many horror movies. I don't know what it is, but... I was in the prep room during an embalming where the woman had breast implants. The volume of embalming fluid must have been too much because one of her implants burst. The embalmer ended up stuffing cotton balls in the breast to fill it back up. <laughs> what the fuck? So this is called lights flicker on and off by themselves. I only experienced something one time and that was around 10 p.m. after two years with no activity at the location. I had turned off all the lights in the chapel and when I went back to check the casket door, the lights turned back on. I was nowhere near the switch. Ooh, I'm getting goosebumps. Uh, yeah, I would just, I would, mm, I would just like run out and just like leave everything like it is. Nope. 
My most bizarre experience was with a guy who had drowned and was dead on arrival and locked up in a cabinet. A tapping noise started coming from him. It turned out to be a crab that made itself at home inside him and when it got cold, he wanted out. <laughs> oh jeez, like, could you imagine just like being at the morgue you start hearing tapping noises coming from like one of those little pull-out drawers? Mm. Yeah, I would think that somebody made a mistake or something with this guy, thinking that he wants out, maybe like a zombie or something. So my fiance says the first thing he always does is glue the eyes shut because they have a habit of opening when processing the body. Mm. I guess they want to make sure you're doing it right, I guess. I worked in a mortuary for a few months because I needed a job and it was at night. My job pretty much was to check the bodies as they were brought in and put them in a cold storage room. One night they brought in two bodies back to back from a convalescent home. I didn't have time to put the first away yet, so I put it off to the side while I signed in the new delivery. The people left and I went back to the first body and noticed that it wasn't exactly as I left it. When I left it, the body was flat on its back and when I got back, it was sort of scrunched up. I backed the hell out of the room and just sat down. The mortician came out and saw me pale as a ghost. I told him what had happened and he left. He then proceeded to explain to me that sometimes the body will curl up after death because of rigor mortis and after that's done, it'll go back being limp. He proceeded to tell me that some cases are so bad the bodies are they sit straight up. He ended up putting the bodies away and I spent the rest of the night freaked out. Rightfully so. I mean, if you never experienced that before, I mean, the first time, especially if they, like, the people you work with don't, like, give you a heads up about stuff like that, then yeah, it would be freaked out too. So this story is called Nothing Worse Than Dead Ass. Not me, but my best friend works in the death business. She tells me all sorts of lovely things about her job and the... And the recovery she's done, but my favorite involves a gurney and some stairs. To set the scene, a family called in their mother had passed in their apartment. Third story, narrow halls, and no elevators. That just sets the scene for a bad scenario right there. Anyways, she goes to pick up the body and to take it back to the funeral home with an assistant. So they get up there and lift the woman who is close to 300 pounds onto the gurney and begin their journey down the van, down to the van. Mind you, the whole family was there and pretty much in hysterics and crowd around as they make their way to the stairs. With family watching, they make it about halfway down the flight of stairs when the body starts to slide. <laughs> There's no way to reposition, so my friend who was at the foot of the gurney is now about ass level to the freshly deceased. So trying to make the best of the situation, they continued their way down and tried not to shift the body anymore. The thing about dead bodies is that gas starts to exit pretty quickly and I'm sure you know where my story is going. The bodies started laying out farts straight into my friend's face. With every step down they take and this poor girl has to keep a straight face while getting crop dusted by a dead lady with her whole family watching. I mean, I have to say that is definitely one story to talk about at the funeral to try to lighten the mood up a little bit. I know it's sad, especially when somebody just passed away, but... My ex-in-laws were in the death business. They told me a story once about the country attorney 
whose wife passed away. The family was very wealthy and she had a mouthful of gold fillings. The attorney demanded that my in-laws retrieve the gold from her mouth. Now this required using a dental drill to drill down her teeth and dig out the gold. My ex-father-in-law complied with the attorney's wishes but was physically ill about having to do such a needless thing. Yeah, I mean, it is a needless thing. Just because if the family is wealthy, why do you need this woman's gold out of her mouth? I mean, that's just... It's very disrespectful, to say the least. Turns out old lady wasn't dead. Hospital got it wrong. Hooray, 1950s medicine. She had been in a coma or, or something, and they had been sure she passed on earlier that morning. She woke up at the funeral home and scared the ever-loving hell out of, out of the assistant. He quit the next day, and he would never set foot there again. Yeah, <laughs> don't blame me. So... This story is called Dead Lady Grabs the Guy's Wrist. He lets out the scream and bolts for the door. Not a mortician. This comes from my mother back when she was a teenager. Guy she knows takes a job with a local funeral home. He works the graveyard shift. All was well for the first few months. Dude is often weirded out at work, claims that the building is haunted. Earlier in the evening, they get a call from the hospital saying that they have a lady here or there ready for pickup. They pick her up. Guy is freaking out, said he has a bad feeling. Later in the evening, Mortician has to step out for a bit, leaving Guy there alone with a dead lady. He goes out, goes about his work, still a little freaked out. Suddenly, he hears this low, soft moan. He swears it's just his mom playing tricks on him, goes about his business. He hears it again, a little louder this time. It is late, he is alone. He's just hearing things, probably just the uh, pipes, you know, settling the plumbing is old after all. Short time passes and it's louder. At this time, he points... Short time passes and it is louder. At this point, he is sure he isn't imagining things. He knows he heard the dead lady moan. His first thought was the mortician was fucking with him. He has been shaking all evening and this asshole is pranking him. He marches over, very funny you dick. He expects the sheet covering the dead lady, expects him to find the mortician somewhere around her. Dead lady grabs the guy's wrist. He lets out the scream and bolts for the door, forgets his car and runs all the way home. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever heard somebody being so scared that they actually forget that they actually drove to work. So this next one is, it just says, I once embalmed a guy with green blood. Sir, I don't think that's a guy. Pretty sure he just embalmed a fucking alien. Just saying. I had a summer job one year when I was at university nearly 40 years ago as an orderly at the hospital. I was assigned to the morgue and when a patient died on the ward, we would go go up and bring the body back down after the nurses had cleaned the person up and family had said their goodbyes etc. One day we had to get this woman who died during the night. She must have been 420 pounds, holy moly. Dogs decided on an autopsy so we had to move her from the gurney type thing to the slab. As I was the young guy, the experienced orderly said that I had to take the lead or take the head. 
This woman was gargantually fat. She was so slippery, like her skin was greased. I lost some grip and dropped her, and her head smashed into the floor. We got her up on the slab, and the dog came in, and there was blood pooling under her head. Under her head. The drop had cracked her skull open. He had looked and said that it was a good thing that she was already dead because that would have killed her. Jesus. A family of four died in a crash, and there were two younger children, ages 9 and 12. I was breaking the rigor in the 9-year-old's arm. As you know, when you bend the arm, sometimes the fingers will squeeze shut. The thing that got me is I could have sworn the boy squeezed my hand before I even touched his arm. It made me jump pretty good. My dad was a funeral director slash embalmer. He picked up a body from a nursing home and when he went to make the incision, the lady groaned and blood started coming out of the incision. He called the nursing home who apparently made a mistake. They sent the ambulance to the funeral home and took her back to the nursing home where she actually expired a few hours later. Never seen Pop so freaked out. <laughs> yeah. And can you, that's pretty bad whenever you make a mistake. You know, like uh, you think somebody's dead but they're really not and then you start cutting into them. Oh. Oops. So this story is called Lights Flicker Every Time a New Body is Brought In. Nurse here, and the only place I've ever seen the lights flicker is just outside the morgue. They are fine almost all the time, but when we bring a body down, the lights always flicker. Really creeps me out. Yeah. Getting creeped out too, kind of getting chill bumps, holy crap. Ugh. I transported a 60-year-old woman to the morgue after a severe car accident. She had run into a large tree head-on at 70 miles per hour. Her face was mashing completely. After the x-ray, the body, they found a tube of lipstick in her brain. The cause of death was putting on makeup while driving. So, note to self guys, don't put on makeup while you're driving, okay? That's just as bad as texting and driving. The creepiest thing I've ever heard from a dead body is the moaning. When you're moving or manipulating them, leftover air in the lungs get, gets pushed out and you cause them to sigh or groan. I was an EMT who got access to a bunch of places and experiences. I was hanging out in the morgue picking the brain of the guy on the graveyard shift. A corpse sat up on one of the gurneys made conversation. I went pale. The guy just looked at me and said, eh, they do that sometimes. What? What the fuck? They do that. Jeez, like, could you imagine that like, you're working there so long that it's just like, just like, yeah, whatever, no big deal. Okay, so I'm not gonna read the name of the story because, like, this story is just absolutely just mind boggling right here. When I read it, I was like, what the fuck? We picked up a suicide on a major holiday. Thanksgiving or Christmas, I can't remember, took her back to the funeral home, undressed her, and had to wait for the medical examiner. Family decides to cremate. We had dressed her for a viewing, everything was normal. Later that day, she was ready to be cremated. I put her in, started the machine, and went back inside. I had to embalm someone else. About an hour in, I heard like five, five loud pops. First thought was a pacemaker 
brain stimulator, uh, something I missed. I let it finish, swept it into the tray, and a fucking small handgun came out. Now, I had seen all of her. Seriously, where did she have this at? The only spot is inside her vagina. The question is, like, why? It's been 10 plus years and I'm still like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, how do you get a small gun up there? Like, how? Or why? I don't get it. So, after an open casket viewing, a man came in saying he wanted to say his, uh, pay his respects privately. No big deal. That was pretty fairly common. We led him into the viewing room, opened up the casket, and told him to take his time. A couple of minutes later, we're sitting in the office and hear a really loud popping sound followed by running and the door slamming. We ran into the viewing room and the deceased's mouth was hanging open and the skin was odd looking. The best we can figure is that he punched the guy and took off. Really? You can always see guys dead and then punch them. Like seriously? I think it's more effective whenever you do it when they're alive. Just just pointing that out. I was removing a female descendant from a home and the front porch stairs were steep. She wasn't strapped onto the stretcher well enough and she slid down as my partner and I went down the stairs. Her legs spread around me as I was at the foot of the stretcher. It looked um, bad and I was horrified. So was the family. <laughs> okay, so this one, this just gets me right here. It's called a a man brings new girlfriend to wife service. Okay, at one at one service my mom was at, the wife of this older gentleman had passed. He had showed up to the funeral with his new girlfriend, who was much younger and was wearing a very busty outfit. When the husband would begin to cry, the girlfriend would bring him to her chest to comfort him while stroking his hair. Shortly thereafter, the husband asked one of the funeral directors about the flowers from the funeral. He wanted to know if he could take them with him for the wedding he was having that weekend with his new fiance. Jesus Christ. Your wife just died and you just gonna um get married like the weekend i mean i'm sorry but that just sounds too much of a coincidence like your wife just died and then you have a wedding that weekend i mean was it planned kind of seems like it was planned like did you know she was gonna die just saying you're a jackass so the deceased person was a collector of wind-up toys before the casket was closed family and friends lined up to say goodbye and place wind-up toys in the casket as tribute Later, as we brought the casket into the church, one of like a zillion wine toys went off. People were turning their heads back in pews with horrified looks on their faces because they had gone straight to the church and didn't see the family place the toys in there. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's uh, pretty freaking weird. I mean, I wonder if they've like opened the casket just to check it out to see, because like, I'd be kind of curious, like, yeah, if I didn't check it out, I'd be wondering like the rest of my life. It's probably, I don't know. But yeah, that was the last story. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And until next time.